Welcome to Life Talk. Life Talk is a weekly podcast specifically designed to provide helpful insights, timely tools, and inspirational ideas to lift, encourage, and challenge. This week's podcast is an excerpt taken from the book entitled In the Footsteps of the Few, The Power of a Principled Life. We don't live very robust lives. As Christians, we subtly fall into behaviors and patterns that are diminishing, ineffectual, and compromised. These are embraced by a secular culture that delights in undermining the Christian narrative in the larger culture. Therefore, our frequently lackluster, ever-dimming, and perpetually compromising faith is reinforced by the larger culture that seeks its demise time we begin to lose touch with what it is to be a Christian. Majesty and mystery fall to pulpits scurrying to explain why the church has failed to seize the culture and inspire it to better things. The relevance of biblical principles as held against the dynamics of the 21st century seem to be ill-explained or not explained at all. We pound out repetitive principles of a faith that has forgotten how to articulate who and what it is. This book arises out of 10 years in pastoral ministry and 30 years in the counseling field where the lives of untold thousands of people needed something from me to grant them hope, encourage broken spirits, and make sense of a disjointed journey and at times save their lives. This book is an effort I hope that you enjoy this excerpt. Our humanity is ingeniously fashioned in a manner that it can handily break the realities that would seek to break it. Our existence need never be held hostage nor pressed into servitude to the sordid realities of all that is happening around us. Rather, we are able to stand in spirited opposition to those realities, and in the face of them, we are capable of crafting brilliant and utterly resilient solutions that crush those realities by transforming them. We are dreamers and the authors of visions. We have the ability to conceptualize marvelous things and actually begin the act of crafting them even at those times when the presence of them or the hope for them is entirely non-existent. We are a powerful bunch vested with immense potential that exceeds even that which we understand. Yet, we bring these abilities to bear against a world that would wish to press us flat in its skepticism. The world becomes embroiled in the selfish pursuits that it crafts as it chases things born of greed, gluttony, and selfishness. The world would bend us to its darker ways rather than be bent to a better way. The world would prefer to kill both us and itself rather than give up what it has selfishly given itself over to. Indeed, the world has sold its soul to something that it is convinced will liberate the soul that it sold. Therefore, in the insanity of a world gone rogue, the world will viciously fight for the very things that are certain to destroy it. The weight of living in a world such as this 
as well as the incessant press of darkness that such living spawns, can at times leave us wondering if our influence might be too insufficient to wrestle the world out of a darkness that has become so terribly dark. We stand as single entities bringing what light we can. Most times that light seems swallowed in the vast darkness that seems to advance without restraint. We are left in the squalor of a battle that seems lost, only holding the line so that we can delay the full descent of evil and grant ourselves a few precious moments before life is over. But we forget. We are extraordinarily quick to lose touch with a greater reality that infinitely surpasses the darkness which surrounds us. Our perspective becomes one of gradual defeat and continual hopelessness. Our understanding of who we are and who we serve is lost in the grief of a battle seemingly hopeless and ground perpetually into a surrendered position. We fall prey to the lies of the darkness whose own darkness is completely dependent upon our fear of it. Therefore, the darkness must appear dark beyond what it is in order to create the fear necessary to ensure its own survival. It is not an undefeatable foe. It is, in fact, a foe that fears lest we discover the power that we possess and the vulnerability that it has. Therefore, to remind us of who we are in times such as these and to fan the flames of our passion, I've compiled a number of quotes that I've had the privilege of authoring. It is my desire to call us back to lofty dreams and rigorous passion, to remind us that the darkness is the absence of light and therefore is totally dependent on the light remaining absent. As such, the darkness is terribly vulnerable, as it possesses no means by which to stop the light other than creating fear in us. These quotes are written to set us free and send us out into the marvel of our humanity to change a world that is too ill-equipped to change itself. To say that we stand for something better and that we will be that something better in the standing. It is my hope that these quotes will move you, your world, your family, your marriage, your communities to believe something better, for I believe that they can, and I believe that you will. If it didn't go all that well today, tomorrow is the opportunity that I have to do what I did today without doing it the way I did it today. Pull every dream that you've ever had from all of the places that you've abandoned them, brush them off, Set them in front of yourself. Run the fingers of your heart over each of them. Fight the lie that you're not enough to achieve them. And realize that the dream was not too big. Rather, the belief in yourself is too small. Let us not fall prey to the leeching negativity and rank pessimism that runs unleashed all around us. Rather, with the utmost determination, we must bring ourselves to understand that these lies have been given legitimacy by people who thought themselves as powerless in the face of them, rather than recognizing that we have the power to rip the face off of them.
Yes, you are the impossible waiting to happen. And the only reason that that sounds impossible to you is that you haven't been daring enough to push the possible out to the point where it becomes what you once mistook for the impossible. I am begging you to let nothing shackle you that God has sent to unshackle you. I've sat with tens of thousands of people and I've stared into as many empty eyes. And I must say that the inexplicable contradiction for me is that despite the gaping emptiness engulfing every one of those eyes, there yet lies within each one a wonderfully formidable gifting, an irrepressible energy, a depth yet undiscovered, riches unfathomed, and the resources to amply transform this ever darkening world. And I've seen enough eyes to know that if yours are also empty, like everyone else's, they are also full. God doesn't ask if something can be done, nor does he ask if we have the resources to do it. For God is bound by neither question. And when we stand with God, neither are we. You are fully and magnificently equipped to stand up and change the world around you. And to simply sit down and tolerate the world around you is to squander who you are in the process of never being who you are. Do not be ashamed of who you are, for in doing so you are not taking into account the majesty of all that you are. And without any shred of doubt, I know that you are a person of majesty. For in my innumerable number of years working with people, I have yet to find even one person who is not. Stand up and be the light that God created you to be. Stand with me and the millions of others like both of us who have bowed before this inexplicably marvelous God of ours and in the bowing have begged that he not let us die until the darkness in the world around us has died first. Look in the mirror. Go ahead and look yet again. And look not at the reflection, for while this body of ours is marvelously complex in ways that continue to elude the reach of modern science, it is but a simple shell that holds the image of God within you. And if the shell is that grand, how much more what God has placed inside of it? If I let that which I hold to be true fall victim to a world that says it is not, I have in that action surrendered to the voices of those who know nothing of the truth other than to destroy it because it terrifies them. And if there's one thing that I should be terrified of, it's not the surrender itself, but the fact that in the surrender I have given the world permission to avoid the very thing that it should fear. It's not the gifts or the abilities or the talents that equip us to accomplish great things. Rather, it's the persistent and adamantly stubborn conviction that we will in no way leave the world the way that we found it. And I would rather join hands with a single person of this kind 
than sit with a million gifted people who are not of this kind. And then finally, I will spend my life believing in you so that you will someday commit to doing the same. We must press ourselves into a sort of reckoning. We must realign our minds with the truth of who we are, who God created us to be, and the fantastic mission that he gifted us with. In a battle this persuasive and insidious, we must ground ourselves in a truth so brilliant and pristinely clean that it will handily stand against the wiles of the devil in the depth of the darkness he has spun. We must align ourselves with a reality so brilliant robust and muscular that we find ourselves unintimidated by the darkness that now stands quaking in front of us. We have a God who has called us to great things. Great things. He has not called us to defeat or even some slightly marginal victory. He has called us to complete and unquestioned victory. And such a call would never have been extended had not this God of ours provided ample resources to achieve that victory. And so before moving to the next chapter and the next series in this podcast, I would encourage you to re-listen to the quotes shared in this chapter. I would likewise encourage you to pick one that speaks to you, to write it down and recite it daily. Let its truth seep deep into your soul and ignite your heart. Let it breathe confidence into your spirit and energy into your convictions. Indeed, It is time to rise against what is, so let's rise. Thanks for joining us today. You will discover in the footsteps of the few the power of a principled life, as well as all of my books on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or wherever books are sold. It is my hope that you will find these books as meaningful and restorative in your life. 